Good evening. Good to see every this, everybody this evening, brothers and sisters in Christ. May the Lord's mercy and may the Lord's grace be with you this evening. As we're in the cold weather again, a little bit of coolness again in the weather. But praise God that we're here tonight to praise our God, our awesome God that we serve, the awesome God that we love, that re- deserves all glory and honor in our lives each and every day. I don't know about you, but when you look at this picture here, a lot of times you might be thinking of, well, who's this picture of? And a lot of times we think of Paul in prison or John the baptizer in prison or Paul and Silas when they were in prison and all those things. But uh, I don't know about you, but sometimes there's a lot of people in the Bible that have just a little short portion in it or their names are mentioned just a couple of times. But I want us to know that we can learn a lot from each and every single person in the Bible. And tonight, I know I like to do a lot of character studies on a Sunday night, looking at different people or personality traits of these people and things that we can learn from. And we see tonight what I would like for us to look at is somebody who's very important to the church, very important to the life of the church, to being able to help it to continue being encouraged, help it to continue being spurred on to one another. And I want us to look at somebody that maybe we don't hear so many times, and that man is Tachycus. How many of us think, well, that's what I was coming to hear tonight, a sermon on Tachycus, okay? Probably not so much so. I love his name in Portuguese, it's Chiquico. And I, I like saying that word, but I'll say it in English for us tonight, okay? Tachycus. And when we think about Tachycus, you can go ahead and put his name up there, Jansen. That's fine. You can let, let that come up for him. I just want us to understand something about the Bible. When God puts somebody's name in there or puts something in there, there's something that, that person may have done or something that we can learn from anybody that's in God's word, okay? And it really comes down to it when we talk about Paul and others who say that the church is a body made of many, you know, limbs and all these joints and all these things. We really come to understand that's about like each and every one of us. Maybe all of us can identify with Tychicus. So maybe we feel like, hey, I'm a Tychicus. You know, I don't hear much, but I'm a Tychicus. And I want you to know that all of us who are feeling as a Tychicus you and all of us are important in the Lord. Amen. Because as he says, not one part can look to the other part and say you're not important. And not one part can look to the other part and say I'm too important. Okay, praise God for that. But I want us to look at tonight to Caicus and see what we can actually learn from him, maybe just a little bit, to understand who he is, what characteristics he has, and what we can learn from him. So if you have your Bibles with me, if you'd like to open with me first in Acts chapter 20, and I'm going to get my Bible turned around in the right direction again. Acts chapter 20, we're going to see just his name mentioned here, but we can start to begin to think about who is this Tychicus looking at his background. Acts chapter 20, verse 1 through 6 says this, early on the first, well, I'm in John, I'm in the wrong book, we go to Acts, okay? Acts chapter 20, verses 1 through 6 says this, and this is after the uproar when Paul was in Ephesus and they, uh, he talked about great as Artemis for three hours. They yelled great as Artemis. And now Paul is leaving that area. Acts chapter 20, verse one. When the uproar had ended, Paul sent for the disciples and after encouraging them, said goodbye and set out for Macedonia. He traveled through that area, speaking many words of encouragement to the people and finally arrived in Greece where he stayed three months. Because some Jews had plotted against him just as he was about to sail for Syria, he decided to go back through Macedonia. He was accompanied by Sopater, son of Pyrrhus from Berea, Aristarchus and Segundus from Thessalonica, Gaius from Derby, Timothy also, and Tychicus and Trophimus from the province of Asia. 
These men went on ahead and waited for us at Troas. But we sailed from Philippi after the festival of unleavened bread. And five days later joined the others in Troas, at Troas, where we stayed for seven days. So the very first time that we see the name of Tychicus, he is mentioned in Acts chapter 20. And what, with the only information that we really get from here in Acts chapter 20 about Tychicus is that him and Trophimus were from the province of Asia. And that's going to really understand a lot of it because we're going to see his name mentioned in Ephesians. We're going to see his name mentioned in Colossians. We'll see his name mentioned in Timothy and a little bit of Titus also as well. But thinking about Paul and where he is, he had just come from Ephesus. Now I want you to think of the kind of faith that Tychicus should have or would be having to be wanting to go with Paul on this journey. When Paul comes into Ephesus, he goes into the city, and this is where we remember the seven sons of Sheba are coming out to Paul, or they were they were casting out demons in the name of Jesus, and then these demons talked to them and said, "Look, Jesus, I know Paul, I heard of, but who are you?" And then they jumped on on the seven sons of Sheba and they ran off naked and bleeding. Now, when they ran off naked and bleeding, it says all the church, all the people in Ephesus heard what had happened. And when this happened in Acts chapter 19 and verse 17, it says this. When this became known to the Jews and Greeks living in Ephesus, they were all seized with fear. And the name of the Lord Jesus was held in high honor. Many of those who believed now came and openly confessed what they had done. A number who had practiced sorcery brought their scrolls together and burned them publicly. When they calculated the value of the scrolls, the total came to 50,000 drachmas, which is 50,000 days of wages. 50,000 divided by, imagine, 365 days is quite a few years, okay, of wages. And they burned them all. And in this way, the word of the Lord spread widely and grew in power. We can assume that Tychicus was here in Ephesus when this happened. We can assume that Tychicus, like the other men in Ephesus and women in Ephesus who came to the Lord, held the Lord in high honor. We can assume also that as he was in Ephesus and seeing the things that happened, he understood the call of God, understood what God was calling him to. And Paul, we can understand, also Tychicus on his missionary journey. If we remember earlier on in Acts chapter 17, Paul will take Timothy on the missionary journey from Derby, go from there, Acts 16, going on through there to these all these different places. So as Paul is going along, making companions, making friendships, he comes upon, come, uh, comes upon Tychicus. And this Tychicus is this man who loves God, highly favored, loves God, is faithful to God. And we certainly know and understand that he's from the region's of, of Ephesus here as we'll see here in a little bit. But what I want us to understand is, okay, well, they said to Caicus, what kind of person was he? What made him who he was? What was it he did? And who was he? Now I want us first to look at the character of Tychicus. We're going to understand what the character of Tychicus is, and then we will understand his purpose also. But as we look first of all here at his character, we can understand from Acts, looking at his character, that according to Ephesians chapter 6, verses 21 through 24, says this here. Tychicus, the dear brother and faithful servant in the Lord, will tell you everything so that you also may know I am and what I am doing. I'm sending him to you for this very purpose that you may know how we are and that he may encourage you. 
Peace to the brothers and sisters in love with faith from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace to all who love Lord Jesus Christ with an undying love. Now, as we see this going on and we see this happening, the first thing that Paul says, he says, Tychicus, the dear brother and faithful servant. I don't know, what makes a brother dear? It's kind of, you know, endearment. What makes somebody when you say, dear John, or dear Tim, or dear Wanda? In fact, a lot of times when we write our letters, we use that terminology. But the idea of dear here is that intimacy with somebody else, that friendship with somebody else. That person is very dear to me, which means it shows just as Timothy was very dear to the church in Ephesus also, or in Philippi, to the Philippians, because in Philippians chapter 3, Paul will write that Timothy will go there and has a genuine and sincere love and care for them, and also does Epaphroditus, so does Tychicus for the church here in Ephesus, and Colossus that we'll see here in a little bit. But as we see this, the very first thing that we understand is that he was a dear brother. And not only was he a dear brother, he was a faithful servant in the Lord. Now, I don't know about you, but isn't that great? You know what? How, how do we want to be known? So these big things or things that we do for the Lord and everybody knows about them? No, just to simply that our brother, our sister is a dear brother, dear sister, which means I love you, which means you have value, which means I love being with you, which means I love your sincere love for me. All of these things that are called up in this characteristic of him, of Tychicus in this moment, as we look at him and as we think of him. But not only is he, as it says here, a dear brother and faithful servant in the Lord, but when we go over to Colossians, it'll say this in chapter 4, verses 7 through 9, about Tychicus. Tychicus will tell you all the news about me. He is a dear brother, a faithful minister, and fellow servant in the Lord. So now we also see that Tychicus was a faithful minister in the service that he had for the Lord. Paul understands and says, as Paul would say about himself, to look at people who would help us to grow in our faith. As he says in Philippians chapter 2, he says that we should have the mind of Christ. He talks about Timothy and he talks about Epaphroditus. And he says, all of those, our citizenship is in heaven and we eagerly wait a Savior from there. He says, look to others who are following my example. Tychicus was something that we follow. That we should, how can I follow and be like Tychicus? Okay, Lord, God, give me a character of being someone who is sincere and dear, dearly loved. Not because of who I am, but because of who you are and why am I dearly loved or because I'm simply doing the things that you called me to do, Lord. Being faithful as a servant of the Lord. Lord God, as it says, for we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works. Just as it later on goes on, it says, well, do, well, done, well done, good and faithful servant. And then the servants will also say, we have only done our duty. And they have only done their service. Because they understand that they're simply transmitting and doing the things that God has called them to. Being faithful to God. 
faithful to God to win till the end, until we come to be with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But not only with this is this here, the dear brother and faithful servant in the Lord. Well, what does that mean? My fellow servant in the Lord. That means we're connected. That means that all of those one another passages become to become life. Encourage one another, love one another, serve one another, be devoted to one another out of brotherly love. All of these, all of these things because we're connected to one another. All of these things because we love one another. And all these things because he says, he is my fellow servant in the Lord, which means companionship, partnership, as Paul would write to the church of Philippians. In Philippians chapter 1, I thank God for our partnership in the gospel from the first day until now and pray that God continue to bless you until the very last day. Partnership, fellowship with one another. When you look at your brother and sister, Chris, in Christ, thank you for being my fellow servant. Say this, Chris, thank you for being my fellow servant. I'm not saying his name because he was doing anything bad, okay? I'm just saying this, okay? Sorry, okay. ML, thank you for being my fellow servant in Christ. Leco, thank you for allowing us to be fellow servants in Christ. Kathy, thank you for allowing us to be fellow servants in Christ. Do you see the idea here? It's not that one serves more and one serves less, but each one doing the part, we are part of fellowship, we are part of a partnership for the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And Paul said, not only is Tychicus a dear brother, not only is he a faithful servant and a faithful minister, but man, he is a fellow servant with me in the gospel. I can count on him. He's got my back. Wouldn't it be great if we could have our brothers and sisters got my back? Not to talk behind my back, but to keep people from talking behind my back, right? You've got my back. Fellow servants, may we never get to the point where we don't want to be in fellowship with one another. May we always hold on to wanting to have fellowship with one another. May we look to each other. May we have these characteristics in our life as Tachycus had in his. Help us, Lord, to be these things, to live these things, to do these things. Not because of our glory, but because of your glory. And when we do these things, the world will see, Lord, and they're going to want to part, be a part of it. They're going to be, want, to, want to be a part of the team, part of the, those who are in Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But we can under, also understand, and I want us to understand this very much, that whatever your purpose is, whatever it is that God has given you in life, he wants you to use it. And whatever gift you have, he wants you to use it to his glory. He wants you to think about ways and how you can allow that talent to grow. How you can grow that talent in others. How others can also grow. And if we look at it and we think about it this, I want us to look at not only the character of Tychicus, but what was his purpose. And we understand again from Ephesians chapter 6, verse 21 through 24, he's dear brother and faithful servant of the Lord. He... We'll tell you everything that's going on so that you also may know how I am and what I am doing. I'm sending him for this very purpose. 
that you may know how we are and that he may encourage you. Two things, three things important here. Tychicus is going to the church in Ephesus to let them know how Paul is doing, to let them know how the brothers in Ephesus are doing, and to encourage them. Now, when we look at this and we see this, think about it, that was his purpose. Now, Paul sent many people out for different purposes, okay? He would send some to go work in ministry and different things and do different things, but for the exact purpose of simply going to the brothers and sisters in Christ there in Ephesus to let them know about them. Well, why does he do that? I mean, shouldn't he be going and, and doing something else? I mean, is this, I mean, we're supposed to spread the gospel. Shouldn't he be going to, to the lost there in Ephesus? Well, I'm sure he did because it shows he was a faithful servant of the Christ, Lord. But his purpose was to go for one reason. To encourage those brothers there and to let them know how Paul is doing. Now, I don't know about you. I know uh, there's a couple, uh, uh, a friend of mine, a brother in Christ uh, in, in, in a church in Nashville in, in, in Tennessee in that area. I can't remember the name of it right now real quick off the, right off the top of my head. But the congregation where he goes sends them with the exact purpose to see how the people are doing where they support to see how the missionaries are doing, see how the people are doing. And when they go, they also go to let them know how the church is doing back here as well. And that is the purpose to relate, relay, and to encourage one another with those things. Now, praise God, we have that opportunity and we've done it here. I know that you and I have had the opportunity to relay what's going on in Brazil as well as y'all visit Brazil. I know Ben has relayed what's going on in Ghana, has relayed to Ghana what's going on here as far as the, uh, how, how we intertwine and how we work together and all those different things. And I'm sure that Chuck will be coming back ready to relate to encourage us with the things that's going on in Togo at this very moment as well. But the very express purpose of Tachikis was Tachikis, go encourage my brothers. Now, some people are born evangelists and they can go to somebody and talk right off and say, boom, that person converts. Now, there are other people who, once a person converts, they are going to be a person that can stay with them and study with them. A lot of times a person who is evangelist, once that person comes to Christ, they're ready to go to the next person. And so you need another person that's going to stay there to study with them. Another person's going to stay there to pray for them. Another person's going to stay there to serve whatever needs might have. Do you see that the body of Christ has various gifts, various opportunities to serve? And Tychicus found his calling and he found his purpose in encouraging the church in Ephesus. And it was not only evident in Ephesus that this was going on, that he would report and say what's going on, but he would also tell others as well, as we see in Colossians chapter 4, verse 7 through 9, when it says, he is a dear brother, a faithful minister, he will tell you all the news about me. I am sending him for the express purpose that you know, may know about our circumstances and that he may encourage your hearts. He is coming with Onesimus, the faithful and dear brother who is one of you. They will tell you everything that is happening here. Now, I want you to think about this. Tychicus 
again, just as he was to the church in Ephesus, to the church in Colossus, is being sent for what purpose? To go and tell what's going on with Paul and his companions and all those who are there with him. And as they're there together, go having this all to go together, he's also there to encourage. And it's so funny when we see this over and over again that we can understand beyond a shadow of a doubt that this was his purpose. This was his gift. I can imagine Tychicus being the kind of person that was a good storyteller. Not storyteller and telling stories, you know, stories don't mean anything. But when he would go, he would be able to relate and relay and let people know truly what was going on. And through those words to encourage others as well. Praise God that he was that way. Praise God he felt that he was sent to report to other people that he may encourage their hearts. And you know, another thing about Tychicus that we can understand is that Tychicus was not always reporting and telling, but he was ready to serve wherever he may need to go. Whatever was happening, whatever was going on, Tychicus was ready. As we see in 1 Timothy, we can understand this fact here from 1 Timothy Chapter 3, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 9 through 13. Paul says to, to uh, Timothy, Do your best to come to me quickly. For Demas, because he loved this world, has deserted me and has gone to Thessalonica. Crescens has, Crescens has gone to Galatia and Titus to Dalmatia. Only Luke is with me. Get Mark and bring him with you. Because he is helpful to me in my ministry. I sent Tychicus to Ephesus. When you come, bring the cloak I left you, left with Carpus and Troas, and my scrolls, especially the parchments. parchments. Tychicus was a man also when he talks about scrolls and parchments, and these things that would deliver messages to other churches, such as Ephesus, such as the church in Colossus. But also, look at that, it just says here briefly, I sent Tychicus to Ephesus. What's that mean? That Tychicus truly had not deserted Paul there in prison. That he said, Paul, I'm going to be with you here. And then, then from that point on, Paul said, no, I need you to go to this next place. And he said, I'll go. And even later on, he'll tell Titus in chapter 3, verse 12 through 14, when Titus is in Crete, he says this, As soon as I send Artemis or Tychicus to you, do your best to come to me in Nicopolis because I've decided to winter there. Paul is thinking of who he's going to send, Artemis or Tychicus, to where? To Crete. To help as an evangelist, as a minister at the church there in this area. Tychicus was always ready to go, always ready to serve. When he saw the opportunity, we can see that he was ready to take it, that he wanted to serve. And as it says also, that he was devoted in all things. Well, what does Tychicus have to do with us? What does Tychicus have to do with me, Doug Mays? Tychicus has a lot to do. Because from him we can understand simply what God wants from his people. What he desires of each and every one of us who are in Christ Jesus our Lord. What does he desire? What does God desire? These things here. That we be faithful to the Lord. That we remember we are fellow servants of the Lord. That we see the purpose that God has called us to and use the gifts that we have to further his kingdom. To encourage others in his kingdom. To reach those who have not yet heard the gospel 
and for those who have heard the gospel to encourage them to continue going on strong. I don't know about you, but maybe you remember, okay, I was, you know, back when Michael Jordan was big, okay? Still big to me, okay? Some people think others, but I'm going to say Michael Jordan, okay? You know, they had that little tune, right? Be like Mike, right? I want to be like Mike. I want to be, I want to be like, okay, I, I'm, I can't do it all right, so I'm going to just remember. Be like Mike, right? And all those things and, and things like that at that time. Be like Mike. Be like Mike. Tonight I say, be like Tyke. That's my name I'm going to give him for a nickname, okay? T-Y-C-H. Be like Tyke. I want to be, I want to be like Tyke. So when you're asleep tonight, trying to go to bed or in this morning, you're going to remember that little, that little I want to be like Tyke. Which means, Lord God, help me today, this day, to be a dear brother. To be a faithful servant. To remember the partnership I have in the gospel with others who are in Christ Jesus, my Lord. Lord God, when somebody asks me about somebody, may I be able to relay them and let them know what's going on with people. To let them know because the Lord above all, I want to encourage them. It's kind of like when Paul or when John and Tim has been doing 1 John. But in 3 John, when he writes the letter to Gaius and John says... I have no greater love than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. Why? Because somebody had talked about Gaius and relayed to him. What are people going to relay about us when they hear about us? How's always doing? He's doing good. He put a meme on there about being in the 60s saying it's a whole lot harder to feel these days, but he's fired up still. He's still faithful to the Lord. He still loves the Lord. I said that because we talked about that earlier, right? Okay. We love the Lord. Why? All of these things. Wake up every morning. Say, Lord God, how can I encourage someone? At the end of my life, Lord, I'm, pray, I, I'm so glad that my name is going to be written in the book of life. And if that's the only time my name was ever written, right there, I am going to be satisfied. Because just as we sang earlier, I've got a mansion over the hilltop. I'm ready to get there to be with my Lord. I want my name to be encountered in the book of life. Tychicus, a few times mentioned. Paul, thousands or hundreds of times mentioned his name in the Bible. But all of them, above all, want to be mentioned in the book of life. When Jesus and his disciples came back, when his disciples came out, 72 disciples left and they came back and they said, Jesus, even the demons submit to us. Jesus says, don't rejoice that the demons submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written in the book of life. That your names are written, as it says in Revelation, in the book of life, in heaven. Lord God, that's the only book I want to be, have my name written in. And it's not because of who I am, but because of who you are. And Lord God, I thank you for Tychicus, because his love for you, his name is in the book of life. Lord God, we pray that each and every person in this room has their name written in the book of life. If your name's not written in the book of life, it can be. Repent of your sins. Be baptized in the name of Jesus for the forgiveness of your sins. Receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Receive the adoption as the children, as a child of God. And live a new life in Christ Jesus our Lord. 
And for all of us who are in Christ and have our names written in the book of, book of life, let's be like Tyke and continue serving the Lord each and every day. Let's seek the first the kingdom of God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Seek ye first the kingdom. If you have any needs, as we, uh, needs tonight, any prayer requests, we want you to come as, you, as we stand and sing, Seek ye first the kingdom. We hope by listening to this lesson, you have found a better understanding of the Bible. And through that better understanding, find a closer relationship with God and His Son, Jesus Christ, our living Savior. If you have any questions or desire more information, please feel free to contact us here at the Dangerfield, Texas Church of Christ. You can find us at dfield.org. That's D-F-I-E-L-D-C-O-C dot O-R-G. Or you can email at dfieldcoc779 at aol.com. Or you can call us at 903-645-2896. If you are local to the Dangerfield area, we would love an opportunity to meet you and encourage you in person at 818 West W.M. Watson Boulevard, Dangerfield, Texas, 75638. Our meeting times are Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. for Bible class and 10.30 a.m. for worship service, Sunday evening at 6 p.m. for worship service, and Wednesday evening at 6.30 p.m. for our midweek Bible class. Grace and peace be with you always.